What is going on, everybody? It is a it is a mess in NFL free agency. So many moving parts going on. But what we need you to do to start off is uh hit that like button, press subscribe, leave us a comment, rate, review, all the good stuff. You know what it is. So I am Rob from Spike Week. I am here by myself today for a little bit. Um, some scheduling conflicts happen. It just, you know, it is what it is. So we're going to start breaking down some of this free agency. We're also going to jump into one of the Superflex drafts on Underdog and uh, go from there. So what are the Jaguars doing? That's where we have to start. The Jaguars are spending a ton of money on players. Christian Kirk gets a bag for being like, the third to second best receiver usually on his team being behind DeAndre Hopkins, of course. And uh, Jacksonville's just like, yep, we're going to pay him all the money and we're going to get an outside threat for Trevor Lawrence. And everybody is calling them crazy, right? Everyone's saying the Jaguars are insane. They're signing Evan Ingram. They're paying Christian Kirk too much money. They signed Zay Jones away from the Las Vegas Raiders and they're over, overhauling this offense. LaVisca's still there. People think that he might get traded. What I would say is, yes, these guys are spending tons of money on these wide receivers and stuff. The way I look at it, though, they have a rookie quarterback. Excuse me. They have a rookie quarterback, and they need to see what they're going to get out of Trevor Lawrence. And in order to get people there, they're going to have to overpay, right? So. I think they know that they're not going to win in the next year or two. And what they need to know is if they have a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence for the long-term long -term future, or if they're going to have to start looking again right away. Um, I know they're going to probably give him at least three years, but we need to see what he can do. So they had to load up with the best weapons that they could on the market. And they didn't get Amari Cooper, which he probably didn't want to go to Jacksonville. Speculation, of course. And the other big wide receiver is Allen Robinson. And do we think that Allen Robinson's ever going to go back to the Jacksonville Jaguars? No, probably not. I mean, probably more of a chance than him going back to Chicago. But this dude probably is sick of playing with quarterbacks that he has to make look good um, just a little bit of the time. So I don't think Jacksonville's crazy. I think they're doing what they have to do to figure out what they have in Trevor Lawrence. Now, sometimes you got to overpay for that stuff, right? So I think that's just, uh, I think that's what's going on in Jacksonville. We're still waiting to see what's going on with Deshaun Watson. You know how we feel here at Spike Week about him. We'd rather, you know, him not play, but if he's playing, we got to cover him. So we'll leave all the legal issues aside. And now it's looking like almost like a four-team race between the Saints the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Browns, but it sounds like he might have already turned down the Browns offer. Uh, so I don't I don't really know what the best fit is other than Carolina. Like Carolina gets DJ Moore, but does that make for his skill set, does that kind of leave CMC in a little bit of a tough spot if he's still on that football team? I don't know. Uh I think the Saints is just a, is a crazy move, and it's looking like he might go there. They're clearing up cap space as I do this podcast. So, yeah, um, 
Felix is in the chat. He says that the Chargers are killing it this week. Yeah, everyone's going nuts over that J.C. Jackson contract. And yeah, it's a lot of money. 92 million, I believe it was. But look at the structure of the contract. He's $40 million guarantee. It's it's a two-year, it's not a, it's a five-year deal, but it's front-loaded for the first two years. So that when it's time to pay Justin Herbert, most of that money's already been paid on that contract. So they can probably get away from it somehow. It's just I don't think it's bad. I think the Chargers are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. They resign Mike Williams. They get J.C. Jackson. They're they're making a lot of defensive moves. They're going for it, and it's their window to do it. So they have that rookie contract deal. They have a good team around them, and they're just making it better. So yeah, that division is going to be tough as hell this year. You have the L.A. Chargers. You have the Kansas City Chiefs. You have the Denver Broncos, and I don't think the Raiders are like absolutely terrible so they're going to be like they won't be the worst team in the afc most likely and they're gonna not give those other three a run but there's not going to be an easy game amongst these division games so those are the things that i uh that i see going on so let's do this let's jump in a draft all right sounds like a good idea I think it sounds like a good idea. Let me share my screen. And uh, if you're in the chat or in the Discord, how are you guys liking these Superflex drafts? Are you are you firing the same way you would be firing other ones? Are you doing them as much as you were doing as the regular big board? I just, for me, I've been firing them, but not as much as I was doing the other big boards. So... Let's uh, let's scroll over. Let's do big board super flex. Thirty seconds per pick, and let's jump in. I haven't done one of these since free agency started, so it's going to be interesting to see what people. Oh my god, we need ten more people. So if you're wa- if you're watching live, let's jump in this draft. Let's get it filled. Let's uh, let's do a draft together. But I haven't done a draft in the last few days. I've kind of taken myself out of it i wanted to just kind of step back from drafting i've been drafting almost a year now it feels like right we've been since about last may we were drafting 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 we've been drafting and we're clearly never going to get away from drafting at this point so i just wanted to give myself a weekend of getting away from doing a draft so i don't think i've drafted since like thursday or friday probably so the last three days I've had off. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if there's any movement on where some of these guys are going. We saw J.D. McKissick. He ended up going to Buffalo, uh, which clearly raises his stock. He could absolutely crush in that situation. But what the question becomes, what are we doing with Devin Singletary now? I just, ugh, I don't know if people are, going to be grabbing him around where he was getting drafted before are they going to be scared or does nobody care about jd mckissick which i think would be a little silly because we saw that he is a viable option when he's on the field the game that he got hurt last year he was crushing he's making me a ton of money in dfs that night i think it was a monday night game and i had him in the captain spot and he was just absolutely going nuclear that night before getting hurt from what i saw because your boy went to bed early during a Washington football team game. 
Um, but yeah, let's get this draft filled. We got five. We got we got a few more spots to fill. And let's keep going through some of these free agency things. We saw James White go back to New England. Um, is it notable? Not really. The only thing that makes it notable is that it just crowds that backfield. So it makes Damian Harris a little scarier. Really makes Ramondre Stevenson a scarier play. Like for me, for him to get on the field now, it's going to be a Damian Harris injury. I don't think that he'll get some touches here and there. But you know that they're going to be leaning Damian Harris. Third down is going to be James White. As a fan of the Patriots, I love seeing James White back in uniform. As a fantasy player, it absolutely sucks. It just it ruins this backfield. It is not what we were looking for to happen. We didn't want to add anything to this to this backfield at all. So um that's another one. And the other place that he was going to go was Las Vegas, like we talked about. Uh, the big one that I know me and Eric would be talking about for like 15 minutes if he was able to jump on tonight, Mitch Trubisky going to Pittsburgh. Uh, we all thought that he was going to the Giants just based on, you know, Dayball being his coach last year, really talking him up a ton. I don't know, man. I, I just... This Pittsburgh team was so set up to, to absolutely crush. They have Deontay Johnson. They have Chase Claypool. Fryermuth is a great tight. Is looking like he's going to be a great tight end. We have Najee Harris, which everybody is shitting on, um, but he's fine. Like, you're, are you telling me you don't want Najee Harris as as your running back? Come on, Felix won a million dollars with him last year. So, like, yeah, we we we're. Maybe we don't want to take him in certain spots of the draft, but Najee Harris is good for that football team. And people that are trying to tell you that he's not are just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just, I'm not going to say it's disingenuous. And I understand that they don't want to spend a first round pick on him, but Najee is a good play because of volume, because he gets done what he needs to get done. And he's, he had games where he was catching 10 footballs last year. So he's doing everything that you want him to do. That might suffer a little bit with Trubisky as the quarterback, though, because he will take off and run a little more. Um, the question becomes, how much of it was his fault in Chicago? How much wasn't his fault? Is he going to be cohesive? Uh, I don't know. I just I don't I think he was a big part of the problem in Chicago. And maybe we're right, but I think he's going to shoot up draft boards a little too high. So. Unfortunately, if he gets up there with some of these other quarterbacks, my Trubisky exposure is going to be very, very limited. But I I want to take him because I want that offense. It's just an offense I'm looking to take, right? I want the Pittsburgh offense just like I want the De- – uh, do, we, do we want the Dallas offense anymore? That's another thing. They lose Amari Cooper. They lose Cedric Wilson. They're not adding anything. They're just taking away. They're taking away a little bit defensively too. So that could be a good thing for us in playing fantasy because the defense was better than expected last year. So if the offense can maintain, which is going to be really hard to do, because I think Amari showed that he's he's still a one in this league. We didn't want him to be last year because we wanted CeeDee Lamb. Everybody wanted CeeDee Lamb. But 
with them losing Amari Cooper, with them losing Cedric Wilson, are they going to try to draft the guy? It can't just be Gallup and CD. Are they going to start rolling Tony Pollard out to catch more passes? It's a great dream. I just, I can't imagine it being a one-for-one -one replacement of Cedric Wilson. So Dallas becomes a little bit more interesting. Um, we talked about Rodgers going back to Green Bay last week. What are we doing with Adams? Like Adams is saying he's not playing on the deal. I would assume that Rodgers wasn't re-signing unless they got um, Devontae Adams onto this team in some form or fashion. So like him starting to talk about holding out really doesn't make sense. So we'll see what goes on with that situation as well. And we also hit on Denver. And I just think Denver's a wheels-up team. We are going to be smashing i think specifically for me Cortland sutton as brought up last week i don't i think he's going to still be looked at as the odd man out in that wide receiver offense and the offense as a whole and everyone's going to want to be playing jerry judy everyone's going to want alberto and <laughs> javante williams is there as well so but enough of me just talking I see that I have my good friend, um, Jesse Wilkins. We've hosted football podcasts together before. He's a diehard New England fan. Luckily, I've already talked about James White, so we don't have to bring that up again, but I'm sure he will. Uh, let's welcome in Jesse Wilkins. How you doing, sir? Why can't I hear you? Um, well, let's get that fixed, and I will come back to Jesse. In one second, this might be on my end. So let me just see. Check oh. one, two. One, oh, two. There, there you are. All right. Do you, uh, you hear about James White? <laughs> yes. He's uh, okay. back in New England. We've already touched on it. James White comes back. Love it as a New England fan. Absolutely hate it as a fantasy play. Always. It just absolutely ruins this backfield. So um, other than that, Patriots doing nothing. They Absolutely. haven't got, got Allen Robinson or anything like that yet. Where do we want to see Allen Robinson go? Because I, as fantasy player, I do not want to see him in New England. No, I mean, then he just ends up being the same streaky wide receiver that he's always been. With no but you want to see him quarterback play as usual. So, like, right. I could see Kansas City making a play for him, and obviously that would uh, make things interesting for him. Yeah, their cap space would be a little tough on that, but I think what makes sense is where we hear this Atlanta situation where they're trying to become the Deshaun Watson team. If I'm Watson, I'm saying, I love that you have Kyle Pitts, but since you have a way to do it, get me Allen Robinson and I will okay the trade because he has the no trade clause. So that's why he's already taken Philly off the table. They made an offer and they were just Deshaun Watson was like, Nope, not going there. So I think, a fun team would be Deshaun Watson getting traded to Atlanta and them signing Allen Robinson. Yeah. I mean, they, they clearly have a need since um, Calvin Ridley did not want to play for the team last year and then uh, gambled his way out of the league this year. Oh $1,500 bet for what? Probably $10 million. Yeah. It was a little <laughs> more than that, maybe, but it's maybe the worst, might be the worst bet in uh, the history of sports there it, or the history it, of betting in general. It's just so dumb. Like, like, what are you doing, buddy? Like, 
I I'm one to gamble, as we all know. I will yes. I will gamble. But if you were like, hey, if you gamble, you're gonna lose this job that you're making millions of dollars, or you're gonna have to forfeit a year of pay, I'd be like, just uh, don't bet on football. Yeah, bet on just, something else. <laughs> bet on basketball. <laughs> yeah, pick bet a different on, sport. Bet on hockey. Yeah, bet on horses. Who cares? Just don't bet on the NFL. Don't bet on the league that you're involved in. It's, it's insane. Right. Makes so no we, sense. We are going to be doing a draft together. I'm not sure if you've draft, drafted this year. I haven't yet. Um, we have two more spots to fill. So I just want to let you know that this type of draft that we're doing right now is a super flex draft, which if there's any new listeners or people just starting to get into best ball, um, super flex means that you're going to get one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex spot, and a super flex spot. And a super flex, you can have a, another quarterback. So, and then you have your tight end as well. So what they do is they take away one of their wide receiver spots. You go from three wide receivers down to two. They add a super flex, which can be a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. can be pretty much any of the positions. Well, it can be any of the positions. In a best ball draft, since there's no defense or anything like that, is the play just always go quarterback in that position? Well, that's the interesting thing. It's it's so new that there's a lot of debate on what the actual draft strategy is, and it really, I think, it really depends on where you start in the draft, because I think there's really tiers to these quarterbacks. So, things you can do is you can you can do like an anchor quarterback where you draft a one stud quarterback. And then you're drafting three to four quarterbacks later in the draft to try to rotate throughout that super flex spot. So like if you would draft it in the one-on-one spot and you get Josh Allen, and that means you're not drafting again, you know, for another 23 picks. So a lot of the quarterbacks are going to be off the board at that point that you would normally be starting at that point, you can just start loading up on your skill positions. And then later in the draft, you can start grabbing some of these, these other guys, your Carson Wentz, your, um, it used to be Mitchell Trubisky. He might start going a little bit earlier with the news of him signing with Pittsburgh. I haven't drafted in three days. I was just going over this at the beginning. I know you were you were running around doing a ton mm-hmm. of things today, but I haven't drafted in three days. So, and these drafts are just ever changing. So it's going to be interesting to see for me myself just to see in a three day course like Aaron Rodgers was way down the tom brady news i didn't even hit on the tom brady news brady's back yeah unretired unretired lasted 40 days yeah um it it made the chris it made the chris godwin resigning make sense because when they resigned him i'm like why are they doing this without a quarterback what are we doing here and brady comes back they just um who did they just trade for today um, they didn't trade. They Tampa? signed no. Tampa signed Russell Gage, so now they have a wide receiver core of Evans, Gage, and Godwin. Uh, so I think that's going to be an interesting offense now. And they they're going to sign a running back. It's probably going to be Fournette. They're going to lose Ronald Jones, but they were already they weren't using him anyways. They didn't like him to begin with, so they're probably going to sign <laughs> Fournette. You might see like Melvin Gordon take a cheap deal to go there to play, like. I think it's just, I mean, they clearly are a destination spot right now where it's like, okay, we got one more year of Brady. But on on the flip of a dime, 
We need one more for this draft if anybody's watching. We got Kevin McCarthy in the draft. Just joined the draft, ready to feast on some streamer plus EV. Yeah, boy. Let me tell you what. I am not going to be good this draft, and and that is probably going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Well, you got me now, so everything's going to be fine. I don't yeah. know a single rookie coming out of this draft class, but I'm here to help. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm starting to familiarize myself a lot more with this rookie class. Yeah, I'm sure that helps. And people are really trying to hype up a lot of these rookies. There's a few that are like, fine, but it this is not last year. Last year we had some really good quarterbacks theoretically coming out and we had some really good wide receivers with yeah. Devonta Smith and Jamar Chase and everyone knew they were going to be good. Yeah. For the most part with the quarterbacks that came out of the last year's draft, they didn't really pan out too much in best ball. If I'm thinking correctly, I mean like Trey Lance didn't really do anything crazy. I mean, he barely played and then fields uh, killed us. Yeah, fields was a brutal. Yeah. He was just, yeah. I would say that, as of the moment, and it really depends on where Malik Willis goes. If he gets drafted in a spot that I think he can play, then I'll take some Malik Willis. I am not touching any other quarterback right now. Could change after the draft. I'm not touching any of these quarterbacks. I learned my lesson last year. I had 30% exposure to fields. I had a lot of Trey Lance. Um, right here, Felix, who won the million dollars last year on DraftKings as I will say every time that he's in the draft or, <laughs> or, or in the chat. Uh, he said QBs were overhyped last year, and I completely agree. And I allowed myself to be part of that hype. I was like, man, I really like Justin Fields because I really did like Justin Fields. I watched him play. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I, the Chicago organization did not like Justin Fields. Oh they tried God. to get him killed week after week. Yeah, they just oh. tried to run that Andy Dalton game plan with him in there, and it just made no sense. Right. We need two for this draft. We just need two. Um, if you want to start talking, I will send out a tweet that we need okay. to more. I mean, I had just muted my mic because I was going to start eating, but now wow. the audience has a chance to listen to the sounds of me eating a roast beef sub on the stream, which is, wow. I know this is the re main reason that you brought me on. They're like, well, yeah, nobody makes eating sounds into a microphone like Jesse does. Yeah. So we call on the experts. It's going to be very good. Um, yeah. So that anyways, so you're saying with this, with this type of a super flex, is that what we call it? Superflex? Yep. Superflex. I'm seeing a lot of quarterbacks that are lined up to go primarily in the first round. Is grabbing yep. a quarterback in the first round the play here? Yeah. I mean, like I said, it really, really depends on where we end up with our first overall pick. Mm -hmm. I think um, Kyler Murray has kind of been my dividing line. And I'm starting to wonder if it's going to be Russell Wilson now or. I don't know, man. In the first so, round, you're taking Russell Wilson over some of these other positions? I might be, just because I really believe in that Denver offense. I I really think it is just set up for success. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's put that up in the fridge. But how are you going to listen to me eat it if it's in my fridge? Yeah, so this, this is... is completely defeats the whole purpose of me coming on today. Well, so that's, that's really interesting. And, and just as someone who's been, you know, obviously playing fantasy football for quite some time that would absolutely kill me to take a Russell Wilson in the first round over someone like a Jonathan Taylor or a Cooper cup or someone that's just clearly going to be an absolute fantasy stud. Not to say that Russell can't do it. And I do believe way more in the, the Denver offense than I do in Seattle's offense. 
So I think he does take a jump forward when it comes to fantasy production this year. And I think they're going to let him loose. You know, yeah. Cook, you know, so he's yeah. going to be throwing the ball everywhere. I, I love the wide receiving core. I, I do agree that Sutton, uh, Cortland Sutton kind of takes a little bit of a backseat to uh, some of the other wide receivers over there. Judy obviously is super hyped up. And, um, but that's is Tim, why is Tim Patrick still going to be there this year. Tim Patrick is still there. They still have KJ Hamler. Like that mm-hmm. team is, they have Albert, Albert Okoe Boonham and oh, yeah. Javante Williams in the backfield. This right, team... Javante's looking like a beast too. So Melvin Gordon's gone then. Not that that really plays into whether or not well, the office can be successful. He is he is a free agent. They were talking about how they'd love to come together and figure out something, but it's a contract thing. He like after the Russell deal, the money just might not be there to get him. They should probably focus on the defensive side of the ball. You can draft a freaking another running back. Like just draft a running back. You don't need yeah. to bring Melvin Gordon back. So get a get a get a cheaper guy. Run your offense through Javante Williams. You got Russell Wilson, and because it's a super flex, that's why we're looking at taking uh, Russell Wilson in the first, as opposed to you know if it's a normal draft. Obviously, we're not having this discussion at all. Did did Tyrod Taylor go to the Giants? Well, oh, he's gonna go there as a backup, right? And then I well, abandon the Daniel Jones model just yet. <laughs> I mean, they might. They got a new. They should, but they're not. Well, they got a whole new regime there. They brought in Brian Dayball from Buffalo, so there is definitely a chance that that um that the they could take a step forward. I or, think. Or, or you think they're gonna make a change at quarterback? Well, bringing Tyrod in is a statement. I know he's not like a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, but where he goes, he starts. And if he doesn't start, he works his way into the starter job. Yeah, for three games, so, he gets injured and then permanently replaced. Yeah, or, I mean, but when he got, I mean, we won't go down this whole road, but with the Chargers, that injury wasn't his fault. So they that was Most a, injuries are not your fault, but I'm just saying like. It, he got he got. But stabbed. then they put in her. He got Wait, stabbed by the the training staff. They they messed up a shot. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. that's a little different than a stabbing, but yeah. well, <laughs> that quite literally is what it ended up being. Sort of, yeah, uh, yeah. I do I do recall that was um. So we almost got the influencer one on one. The draft is live. We are in the two spot, oh. which makes our life very simple. I it's mean, we're Allen or Mahomes. We're just taking Mahomes. Allen always goes first, but I mean, if Allen drops, we take Allen. So. This is good because it gets a. It's going to let us see what the less the rest of the draft is doing, and mm-hmm. it lets us do those turn picks, which honestly, you know, behind the scenes magic makes our life as streamers a lot easier because it gives us some time to talk in between about what our strategy is going to be. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So clearly, we are going to be drafting Allen or Mahomes right away on this team, and then we'll figure it out from there. Do we want to go another quarterback, or are we going to start taking some of these skill position? players let's see if there's anyone in the in the uh draft that we know do your research is in here obviously we know him we know felix um who's in the 11 and 12 i noticed some of the other names i'm not sure if they're watching the stream or not or in the discord um let's take our pick and then we will we will um pump the discord 
the mighty oil is taking his full 30 seconds because of course that's what that's what we do busy nights on tuesdays for us jesse busy busy i know nights. jeez it's non-stop all right so, so he's got josh allen so we're going Mahomes. yeah we're gonna take Mahomes here i'm just gonna star him real quick we'll talk about it i mean Again, we're going to be trying to start two quarterbacks most weeks. If we have Mahomes, we know he's in our starting lineup 90% of the time, right? Um, there's not going to be many games that he doesn't work his way into one of our two QB spots. So it's just an obvious play at the two overall. Uh, yeah, there's not much to it. I mean, he's going to yeah. score the points. Barring yeah. injury or bye week, you know, he's going to be easily one of the top two. I think the first four in a super flex is pretty obvious. It's Allen, Mahomes. I've gone Jackson over Herbert a few times, but I'm fine either way on that. Mm -hmm. So it's just more personal preference on that. And then once you hit the fifth, you can start thinking about, do you want Jonathan Taylor? Taylor? Do you want Christian McCaffrey? Do you want to take Cooper Cup? Um, those are Those are things. Remember, this is half point PPR as well. Yeah, I understand so, the need to still take Christian McCaffrey early, but how how much are you really put into that? Are you are you avoiding McCaffrey, or are you going to lock him in as if he hasn't played more than four games in the last two years? You got you got to trust that he's going to play. If you're drafting him, you're just drafting him as just if he's going to play. Fingers crossed that he's going to be healthy for the fourteen year. to sixteen games because there's no one else like him when he plays. Right. Even when, even the four games that he played the last two years, yeah, when when he's out there, there is not another player on the field that does what he does. So, if he can get through another season healthy, and and we see these with with players, he's still young enough that it's it's not a huge thing. He's not he's not over the hill yet. So, the question is, is he even going to be on Carolina? There's been there's been trade talks, but for me, if he's getting traded, it's going to be. He's going to a better situation. He's not going to go to a worse situation. It's right. So, and that's the same for Saquon, where I'm starting to, there's been a lot of like murmurs about them trading Saquon in New York. And it's like, well, if they trade Saquon, he is going to go to a team that absolutely needs him. And that is going to be a playoff caliber team. So I might start taking more Saquon now where I can get him at a discount. Because if he does get traded, and I don't know which team off the top of my head. I mean, even if he stays with the Giants, they got a new coach in there. Yeah. Uh, probably a brand new offensive scheme. And they, what any smart offensive coordinator is going to do in New York is center that, that entire offense around this running game and realize that this man is clearly the most talented player they have out there. So it is. Maybe, it, maybe even if he stays there, maybe you'll see an improvement. So. They they need to improve that O line is the thing. I mean, it didn't matter how good Saquon was last year. That when you hand the ball off and you're getting tackled immediately, like there's literally yeah, nothing you can do. Not much you can do. So, right, so what, do we, what do we think with the next pick here? We're six away. Um, there are some guys on the board that I would still like to see. I don't want to say anything too early. Um, I just want to shout out that Kevin McCarthy's in our draft. He is Kevin Hood eleven, so he is. Uh, He's next on the clock for our draft. Um, yeah, th there's a lot of ways we can go here. Um, we have great wide receivers, great tight ends. We still have quarterbacks that we could absolutely take. Uh, we could stack 
Mahomes right away. We could get our our premium tight end if we wanted to, if he's still there. If if they're gonna give us if they're gonna give us Henry at the two eleven, that seems like something we shouldn't ignore. Then I'm gonna take it. Like, yeah. If not, I wouldn't be opposed to Kelsey. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, right now it's either Henry or Kelsey. Yeah, well, we'll get one of them. So let's see what happens here. I do like Jalen Hurts. I don't want to go Hurts at the moment, um, especially with those other two players available. Like I said, I'd rather probably just anchor Mahomes and maybe we'll take some. So Henry's off. Yeah, so that's fine because we can just do this Kelsey-Mahomes stack and that just guarantees that we're only taking two tight ends and we don't even have to take another one. Till we we're back on the clock. Yeah. Oh no, so, we're still we're still on the clock. I'm sorry. We get another pick coming up soon. Okay. Yeah. So this sets up nicely for us because we can just grab a wide receiver now. This guy, they're not going to take two wide receivers. We have Diggs on board. Um and we have CD Lamb, we have AJ Brown. Like for me, we just grab one of these wide receivers. Um, yeah, I would, uh, be fine. Are we on the clock? One pick. We are now. So Diggs Um, went. I'm cool with Debo. You want to take Debo? I would take Debo over CD or AJ Brown Uh, if we're talking wide receiver. Uh, but Debo is not even a wide receiver, but that's fine. We can, he's going to put up numbers, dude. And he's beast. I just, I really like CD lamb this year. And I think that he is. I think if that Dallas team is going to be anything, they're going to really have to focus on getting to, him the ball. They have to lean on him, but now it's – does his production go up or down with the absence of Amari Cooper? Well, or I think it goes up. You think it goes up? Yeah, well, for multiple reasons, right? They're going to have to run the offense a little more through him than they did last year. They're, I was saying earlier that I think their defense is going to take a step back. They're losing key defensive pieces to free agency right now. So – the reason he wasn't as good last year is Amari Cooper was still beasting. And not only that, the defense was crushing. So they didn't have to do nearly as much as they were doing the year before when that defense was just awful. Yeah, that was probably the most surprising thing about Dallas last year. Yeah. Was that the uh, the defense absolutely stepped it up. And they I still think they're going to be good. Their defense is still going to be okay, but I just think that they're not going to be quite as good. And, um, yeah, I mean, they got Micah Parsons still. All right, so we're, I, going out, we're running out of so quarterbacks for, pretty quickly here if we want to grab another one. Yeah, I think we wait off quarterback. Uh, Fritzy Boy says C, CD is great. Um, what is the argument against Debo other than regression? I'm, I'm not – I just – it's a bit for me. I like calling Debo a running back. I have I don't have a big argument against Debo. I just slightly prefer CD over him, and it's really close for me. So I don't have an argument against him. Yes, regression is obviously the argument. Um, right. I, I I think if it's between the two for me, it's usually Debo. I think end end of the year, Debo is going to put up better numbers than CD. CD. Shined a little bit last year. Numbers weren't phenomenal, but they were pretty good. I still think he was a little overhyped, um, and Debo performed. So, well, everybody, it's regression. Like everybody is also just 
under the impression that Trey Sermon is going to come in and this offense is going to run fine with him as the quarterback. And oh, not Trey Sermon. Jesus Christ. Losing my mind saying Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon obviously is the running back. Um, Trey Lance. There we go. Trey Lance is going to come in and run that team as well as Jimmy Garoppolo did last year. We all know but that. He, I, but he looked really good in preseason. We all know I hate Garoppolo. And feel, oh my God, I cannot. I, why can't I say his name? Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Trey Lance could be fine, but there's a chance that he's an absolute bust and he's not ready yet. And that offense could really, <laughs> I hate to say it, could be worse than they were last year with Jimmy Garoppolo. There, that is a that is an outcome. That is something that could happen. So if that happens, it could hurt Debo. I don't think it's going to happen, but it's just you know, like we got to pump our brakes on. That offense is going to be completely. I, th I think great. I think. Fields has ruined it for us because just we they're, they're similar type of quarterbacks and you had kind of that that hype about Chicago. It's like oh well Chicago's offense, Allen Robinson, the, this offense is gonna be great. And last year and then it just was a complete bust. And that makes you worry about quarterbacks like um, like Trey Lance. So I don't know. I think he's gonna be fine. I think the offense will run fine through him. And yeah, he's not a rookie. He's had a year to train under, you know, under jimmy or behind jimmy and not that jimmy is the the greatest scholar but he's jimmy is smart you can say what you will about him make some dumb decisions late in games but yeah overall he knows how to read a defense he is, he is actually a smart quarterback and he wins games i mean he's got a, a, actually a really good record we are on, on the, the clock, clock. <clears throat> um honestly i i think we snatch aaron jones right now would be my call I'm not really in love with taking Mac Jones in the fourth round or Zach Wilson. No. Um, I think we have Aaron seven Jones, seconds. So yeah, Storm. I think Aaron Jones makes the most sense here, and part of the reason why I think this makes the most sense is I'm fine with grabbing one if both if one of the two wide receivers I'm looking at right now is left, which he's going to be now. I'm more than fine. Oh my God, we can have DJ Moore or Mike Evans right now. Like, do we like Evans because of the Brady news more? Absolutely. Um, where are you landing? Would you rather have DJ Moore or Mike Evans? Evans. All right, so we'll grab Evans. It just makes sense. Uh, Evans' ADP is going to start rising a little more. He's somehow the healthy wide receiver there. <laughs> Funny, Which, how things, Funny how things work out. I mean, for now, we know, like I've said before, he's going to pull himself out of the game at some point. Uh, just to just to button up this <laughs> this San Francisco point, but also go to the moon. I agree. That's I'm saying it's a wide range of outcomes with Trey Lance. I'm just I was giving you the argument of why I'm not first rounding Debo Samuel, like, and I like a few guys a little more than him. But there's a chance that this team just absolutely explodes. They have the offensive coordinator for it, the head coach. You know, like. They they could absolutely explode. I'm just saying, it's let's have a little bit of breaks. We don't have to we don't have to cut the break line. We don't have to wild card this like Charlie and uh, it's always sunny. We need to we need to make sure that we have that we're that we're not overexposing ourselves to San Francisco. In my opinion, you guys do what you want to do. Yeah, I, th I think I'm a little bit on the other side. I think no matter what happens here uh, with quarterback, I, I think. 
I think Debo's going to be a safe play. I think he is. And that's because of the fact that you brought it up. You, you brought it up as a joke that he's running back slash WR. They're going to get him the ball one way or another, especially if the quarterback's struggling. They'll just hand him the ball. So you don't really have to worry about someone that's limited, like a Tyreek Hill. Well, actually, I guess Tyreek does take some little bit of yeah, you know, but, wildcat but, plays. But for the most part, they're, they're not going to line Tyreek up as a running back. You know, yeah, So you, you would worry, like if Patrick Mahomes were to go out, right? You would panic and you would think, oh, uh, you know, Tyreek's number is going to go way down. You mm. don't really have that with San Fran. San Fran, he's he's going to get the volume no matter what. So I'm, I'm a little bit more. It's just when he was getting those handoffs, he was just absolutely crushing. Like his his efficiency was off the charts with mm-hmm. those. So the regression is going to hit. It's just how much is it going to yeah, hit? Yeah, teams are going to – they know the game plan for that. It was more so I think he was taking teams by surprise by – lining up and you know he was he was a versatile player it's gonna happen yeah so right now let's go over our team we have Mahomes we have Aaron Jones at running back we have Debo and Mike Evans and we have Kelsey to stack with Mahomes which I I love the start of this team to be honest with you it's looking real good the only one I'm shaky about is Aaron Jones um I think Aaron Jones is fine now I I think we got him in the fourth right uh which is, I think, is an absolute steal. Aaron Jones is fine with with the news that Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Um, we were talking a little bit about. I was talking a little bit about Devontae Adams earlier. I'm not sure if you were on yet, Mm-mm. but you know he's he's threatening to hold out. He's not playing on the on the franchise tag, from what he's saying. I just can't imagine a world where Rodgers came back and he didn't know he was going to have Devonte Adams. I think if he yeah. knew that, he would have absolutely found a way to get himself to Denver, to be honest. That definitely changes a lot of things, yeah. So we are coming up on the clock again. There is one player that I definitely want. Um, and another guy that I find a little interesting. So for me, I'm smashing Devonta Smith here. I just having Devonta Smith as our third wide receiver is absolutely amazing especially mm-hmm. with our roster so that's yep. where i'd be leaning are we screwing ourselves by not taking a, another quarterback at this point i don't think so i think we can still wait um it's the sixth round and i think people are overvaluing them so I think we, teams, i'm just looking at the board you got three teams that i'm looking at right now that have three quarterbacks already um good for them because they're they're cr- they're killing the rest of their roster Right, you can only play two of them. I understand. The only reason the I bring that up is I'm just talking about how much that this is thinning out for us right, right. before our eyes. So yeah, but I think there's some guys that we can get in the back end still, and okay. we'll find them. Um, I think we grab Michael Thomas, especially with the news that Deshaun Watson might be going to New Orleans. Uh, maybe that turn changes Michael Thomas's mind. We get our fourth wide receiver, and. And that's where I'd be leaning. I I think I we go, have, I would go with more sure thing. I don't think we have to. We have sure wide receivers. Okay. All right. So the point is the the reason we can take Michael Thomas is because we have Debo, we have Mike Evans, we have Devonta Smith, right? right. We know that these guys are most likely going to crush this year. So that gives us the luxury to take a Michael Thomas because he's not anchoring our team. So if Michael Thomas comes out there and puts up the numbers that he was putting up two years ago, and That's, we just yeah. snagged him in the seventh round, right? 
you know, like, and remember, this is a super flex. So yeah, we can play four wide receivers if we need to. So that is another reason to be looking at the drafts and kind of looking at your roster and what makes sense. Yeah. Michael Thomas is a gigantic risk. We know what's happened the last two years. We don't know where he's, uh, we don't even know if he wants to come back to New Orleans. He's making it seem like he doesn't want and if to. He, and if he does, we don't even know if he has a quarterback. Right. But if he does, and he does get to Sean Watson, we're crushing. And you're going to see his ADP rise. So, like, if we're getting him in the seventh, and then all of a sudden he becomes a second-round pick, we just we just got an absolute steal, and we're creating a super team that nobody else, you know, that a lot of the people drafting later are, don't even have a chance to get. So um, let's look at some of the people. Felix has to go head to the beach to take some sunset pictures. Enjoy your vacation with all my money from DraftKings, sir. Uh, um, let's take a look at his team while he's on the clock. So he's got Trevor Lawrence, Daniel Jones, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Cooper Cup, Deontay Johnson, and TJ Hawkinson. Not a shock that he has Najee Harris. He is drafting... I don't know how many streams you've caught, but Felix is drafting Najee Harris in the first round, no matter what this year. Because, well, Najee won him a million dollars last year. Oh, so he's being nice. <laughs> so nice. So I mean, he, hey, if it paid off. Clearly, it paid off last year. Listen, yeah. if if it works for you, man, if he worked for you, you might as well, you might as well show him some love. I don't think I would do it still, but you know. Shout out to Felix for drafting Najee in every single draft. Um, it's one way to build a brand. You're the Najee guy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, so we're starting to come around on this pick. Let's just kind of look at who the quarterbacks that are that are left. Uh, Malik Willis, Jameis Winston, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, Davis Mills. And then we start to get into some of the lesser than quarterbacks. Such a, the only one I'm really interested in is, uh, I mean, oh, geez, I don't know. Let's get ugly. Maybe some, uh, maybe some Jared Goff. Yeah, I mean, again, Malik Willis is a guy that I would be taking because if he comes in and he starts right away, which he just goes off the board. Yeah. But the point being, like, he can come in and he can give you some points. I don't, I don't hate Goff as well. Um, you know, they have Amon Ross St. Brown. They have TJ Hawkinson, who still hasn't fully broken out yet. And they just signed, oh my God, did they just sign Laquan Treadwell? I think that's who they got. So another guy on the outside, you know, not a, not an MVP caliber player, but it's, they're adding, they're adding some options for him. I do not like Jared Goff, but we saw that if he has to, he can get the job done. Um, in terms of fantasy, not in real life. He's terrible, but he can put up some fantasy points. And the other guy is Davis Mills. So Jameis is surprising that he hasn't signed somewhere yet. Um, I thought he might end up going to Pittsburgh. It says he's on. Oh, well, that's because he was on New Orleans last year. So he, yeah. he, what's he, he's in free agency now. Yeah. So. We haven't seen him sign anywhere unless I missed it. But I thought. Did we take him? No. No, we didn't take him. Two picks away. Okay. Well, 
Sheesh. We did let this position thin out. Yeah. Well, I mean, but look at the rest of our roster right now, um, which is why I think you can let it thin out a little bit. Right. Because we, we, do, we do not have to play to. So right. if we wanted to get another quarterback right now, I'd say we take Davis Mills. I don't think we do. I think let's go running back. You want to go running back? Who are you looking at here? Are you looking at Elijah Mitchell? Uh, that's probably the play. Um, he's the only starter left on the list, I think. I mean, I like, Terry splitting, Dylan splitting. I kind of like Clyde Edwards. I'm gonna. Over, I'm over gonna All right. I'm gonna take Clyde Edwards. Um, it looks like they're losing Daryl Williams. I think this might be the last shot for Clyde Edwards. <laughs> the last chance. I, I'm. I'm done. Done with Clyde Edwards for a long time. All right, we're back on the clock. Where do you want to go? Oh my God, we are already on the clock. Yep, yep, yep. Um, well, we're either taking Davis Mills. Who's left at wide receiver? Are we are we? We could take Mooney. Tyler Lockett, Davis. Oh, right, Mooney. Lockett. Yeah. Mooney, who? Hmm. Well, we got to pick quick. You're the pro. Going for um, Davis. Um. Yeah. Let's go. Let's just get that second quarterback so that we can grab a third. Yeah, if we wait even longer, then who knows? And again, <laughs> it's not like you have to take that. We could have just decided to to fade quarterback, but we needed at least a second for just just because of the upside. And I I think that Davis Mills was fine last year. Like he came out, he was a third, fourth rounder. He he came in, he started for Houston, he beat out Tyrod to continue to start for them so that they could see what they had in them. So I'm not opposed to taking Davis Mills late in these drafts. It seems to be coming more of a popular take, but clearly he's still falling to the end of draft. So I'm, uh, I'm fine with taking, with taking him there. We should talk um, about um, Davis Mills. Yeah. I was, I was surprised by him. Like, like he came in and we're like, who is this clown? Torches the Patriots, uh, still lost the game, but apparently, according to the coaching staff, that might have been on purpose. And then um, he had a few re really good games, so I, I, yeah. I was I was surprised because like we were like, oh, who is this clown? And he, he performed so looked good on a team that was not built to look good on. Basically, is what happened yeah. there. So i I think he I think he's going to be one of those just fine quarterbacks. Like he might bounce around the league over the years, but you might see him pop up as a backup, but always always find his way to the field type of guy. I know that's a lot to say after uh, after only one season as like a third or fourth round rookie, but those are kind of the things that we could be seeing with Davis Mills. And I just think he's gonna be fine. Like he just he'll he'll get you your 20. He's not gonna get you your 40. He's not gonna be like a, a um a spike week guy. But he'll he could probably get you a solid 16 to 22, 23 points every single week. And they should be playing from behind a lot too. That's the other thing. So we are still about halfway to the wrap. Um, let's go over our team. So at quarterback, we have Patrick Mahomes, Davis Mills, we have Aaron Jones and Clyde Edwards Hilaire at running back. Wide receiver is Debo, Mike Evans, Devonta Smith, Michael Thomas, and Travis Kelsey. Pretty solid start, I would say. Probably want to um just be get a, pounding. Get a running back who isn't named Clyde Edwards. 
Or yeah. we're going to go wide receiver here. Hey, we could get Brandon Cooks to fall to us, and we could stack him with our uh, Cooks, Davis Mills there. Cooks goes, but he's also – I think he's a free agent or, like, demanding a trade or something like that. Could be. It's one of those two. Yep. Still got Robert Woods out there. He's coming back from injury, right? Yep. And Allen Robinson. We'll see what happens with him. A few gambles. A few gambles. Uh, and then I'm guessing – so if they don't have a, a team next to him, that means that they these guys are rookies, right? Correct. Traylon Burks. Burks would be the ideal. It's not going to happen. Somebody's going to take him. But Burks would be the ideal fall for us right now. Okay, he's probably going to be the number one wide receiver out of this, out of this he's class. Gasicki out there too. Gasicki actually performed pretty well last year. Yeah, but we're not. We're not. Well, he's gone. We're not in the. We're not. We don't need a tight end, especially with Kelsey. Right. So we can hold off for that second tight end because we're we're banking on Kelsey just being the number one tight end, like with this with this team. So. For me, I wouldn't even be looking at tight end yet unless something really jumped out. And right now, Thielen is a guy that I don't think I have drafted this year. So there goes Burks. Mm-hmm. Um, can I interest you in Miles Sanders? Yeah, I was going to bring it up. Uh, obviously, it's a gamble since uh, it didn't work out last year. I hate this pick, but I am not opposed to it, especially this late in this draft. Well, let's t- let's talk about the upside of Miles Sanders. Um, clearly, it didn't work out last year. He was a bit of a bust. We'll talk about him in a second. Let's uh, let's get ready for our other pick here. You got turn around pick here. Um, um, oh man, are we just gonna have the biggest gamble of a team? Do we take Allen Robinson now? Yeah, we absolutely take. And just, we, we might have a team. We might have an entire team of players who don't take the field. Let's do it. <laughs> No, we take Allen Robinson here again. We have wide receivers that are gonna that are gonna cross the Miles Sanders thing. I've talked about it with Bime for on the show before. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's Miles Sanders and it's Kenneth Gainwell. Those are the two running backs on the team. So Boston Scott's gone. Um, every other running back that was on the roster was a Jordan Howard. Someone, some one of those guys. They're all off the roster at the moment and. I think it's just a good shot for Miles Sanders to come back healthy and absolutely take a huge bit of the workload there on a team that was pretty run heavy last year um, after the first three to four weeks. I don't think they're going to be as run heavy, but they're still going to want to run the football. And I think you're going to see a lot of that go through Miles Sanders. So I think he's going to be, I think he's falling too far in these drafts, to be honest. I think he I agree. Be- I, I think he's, it's not setting the bar very high, but I think he's better than he was last year. But I, I think you could see him kind of return to his rookie season stats. Uh, should be better again. Yeah. He, he's got the skills to actually be a good running back. Um, I've thankfully never drafted him, so I never had to deal with these decisions. But here's <laughs> the first, right? Yeah. So, uh, what what other needs do we need to fill on this team? I think we just we just are going to be hammering running back and wide receiver right now. Uh, there's no quarterback that I would love to take at the moment. There's a few that I find interesting for later, but at the moment, I think we just our our roster is going to win with our anchor quarterback, which is Mahomes, our anchor tight end, which is Kelsey, and just having a better wide receiver slash running back core than almost everybody else. That's how we're going to be. That's how we're advancing this team. Could be good. Look at Cordell Patterson still sitting here. That man had a hell of a year, but 
much like everyone else probably is is wondering or believing is that I don't think it's going to continue. <laughs> I think it was a flash in the pan. Well, it depends it where fun. he ends up. I yeah. think he is also a free agent at the moment, if I recall correctly. Um, yeah, I think it was. I don't think he's going to duplicate what he did last year. Now, he might go get some touches, and he might he might be a guy to take in this range, the 12th, 13th round, and he'll get you some weeks out there. But, yeah, I don't think he's going to be anything super-duper amazing like he was this past year. I have more faith in Cordell Patterson's future than I do in Melvin Gordon's future this year. Yes, I think so. Place a little little Coca-Cola bet there. I don't drink Coca-Cola. I don't either. So Sorry, you were going to win the bet anyways. (laughs) CJ Spiller versus Melvin Gordon. Who finishes with better numbers? You taking Melvin? I'll take... uh... Yeah, Melvin Gordon is definitely going to have more better numbers than CJ Spiller considering C.J. Spiller hasn't been in the league in like five years. What did I say, C.J. Spiller? I was looking at Isaiah Spiller. I know, I know. Uh, Cordell I Patterson. Know. So that's a bad bet for me to make as if C.J. Spiller's going to But hey, I'm all into bad bets, so let's make that bet. 30 grand. All right. Done. Deal. All right, very good. Okay. We have it live on stream, too. So <laughs> We do, yeah. There's no you turning back now. You can't back out of this one. No. Um, Speaking of losing bets, Jacoby Myers is still on the board. <laughs> this, was, uh, this is our ongoing bet all year was who was going to finish with better numbers each week. Oh, my God. I can't Alan believe Robinson I lost that. Myers, and I beat the hell out of you most weeks. All right. Well, just for that, we're taking Isaiah Spiller. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask your opinion on that. We're just doing it. We'll take a rookie. Him, so, yeah, let's do it. We'll take the rookie running back, and then we are going to – we are definitely going to take a wide receiver on this turnaround, which is going to be – Either William Fuller or Jameson Williams. What do you want to do here? I don't know who Jameson Williams is. Rookie. Do you want to take the upside of rookie or do you want to take William Fuller who... I want to take Corey Davis. Oh, my God. I guess we can do that. I wasn't even looking at Davis. (laughs) Yeah, Davis is fine too. Sorry for ruining the fun there. No, Davis is fine. Uh, I like that Pate, that Will Fuller should be good. What did he come on and play one snap this year and just got absolutely he got taken out for the year, right? Yeah. So his finger injury, he like shattered his finger. So it sounds like it sounds like it wasn't a big deal uh, because it's like broken finger and you're like, how does that hold him out of the entire season? But it wasn't just a break; it was a shatter. So you know, he probably had a hand. Probably can't see it well on stream, but. I shattered my hand and my fingers and my hand is not has never fully been uh fully operational. It gets the job done, but we'll have to figure out a way to show we'll have to figure out how to show the stream how I do the hand dance sometime. At some point, yeah. <laughs> sure they're all dying to see it. Yeah, you know. The uh the hand dance, it's it's a hit at parties. Anyways. Ooh. We got like we still got some good players on the board here that we can be taking. So I'm excited with the way this draft's going. We add Allen Robinson. We add Corey Davis. We have two. Four, we have six really solid wide receivers. And, and if we hit CJ Spiller, yes, yes, he's probably doing the same thing we're doing, sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is very untrue. We are both insanely busy at all times. It's true. <laughs> this is true. 
Yeah. Uh, so we're sitting at four running backs. How many wide receivers do we have? We have six at the moment. Yeah. We're probably going to want four quarterbacks. I know that it's dry and you're probably like, but who are we taking? And in this format, we actually take some shots on some backups here and there. I wouldn't be opposed to snagging a backup tight end. I mean, Higby's a good choice. Logan Thomas. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. We're gonna we're gonna grab another tight end. That's yeah. I'm just saying. And James Robinson's still out there. What, what's his status? Yeah, he he blew his knee out at the end of the year. So. Oh, that was the end of the year. So he's probably gonna. So I'm probably miss half the year at least, Trent. So what's going on with the that Jaguars backfield right now is everybody is in love with Travis Etienne, and I am on a. I am on a mountain by myself screaming at everybody that ETN's going to suck this year. Uh, coming off that injury from last year, never playing a staff in the NFL. I have no faith in them. They're trying to build an offense around Lawrence, though. Uh, we saw them do that at free agency the last day. They're doing everything they can to put, to put guys around them to make them succeed. So that could help them. But for me, I'm just not touching ETN at his current value, which in a normal draft is like fourth or fifth round. Just a little too steep for me. There's so many other guys in that area that I'd rather take over ETN. Yep. All right, we're two picks away. Where are we going next? Well, we can grab our tight end if you want. Um, There's two on the board that I really like. We could. We could probably get them on the turnaround. Um, But that's up to you. No, we could definitely. That's a good call. We could probably get them. On the turnaround, yeah. So Zuma just let uh, maybe because uh. So, what are your thoughts on Mostert? My soul is crushed because I was relying on him to do well last year, <laughs> but I think he'll. If, oh, see, that's what makes San Francisco interesting. Uh, we can give it a shot. Well, he's a free agent; he hasn't signed yet. Um, I just think anyone that brings him in is going to be bringing him in to play. Like he's, and that probably sounds silly, but I think you know what I mean. Where. He's probably going to be the lead back in some sort of two-headed monster where he might get 60% of the snaps. Right. I don't think he's going somewhere to sit. I think if someone's bringing him in, they're bringing him into play for the, you know, for the season. So mm-hmm. we are getting heavy at running back. I don't really like having five running backs. So one of the, um, KJ Osborne's one who has like flashes in the pan. I thought he looked decent last year. Um, yep. Kendrick Bourne. I, I mean, I, I think we just stay away from New England. But go ahead. I think we take Komet. We get our second tight end. Komet's going one of these really high upside guys, and it really solidifies our tight end position. I'm cool with that. I would probably go Higby over him, but I will trust your judgment, and let's go with Komet. All right, let's take Komet. Uh, I, I, I could get the argument for Higby. I just think Komet's going to be a better player this year. I think, I think that offense. I'm on record that I think that Chicago is going to turn around and they lose me if they don't, if they don't turn around this year, I don't think they're going to be the number one offense in the league, but I think you're going to see Komet step up. I think you're going to see Fields step up. I just think you're going to see that offense take a step forward with the new coaching staff with fields, having a year under his belt. Hopefully if this coaching staff doesn't cater to the style of play for Justin Fields, then what are we doing? Absolutely right. Um, so yeah, we're at the point now that everything we do is isn't necessarily a luxury pick. We still need some more wide receivers. 
uh, for sure. I don't want to sit on this roster with just six. No, there's still plenty of decent ones. How many picks do we have left? We have five picks left. Okay. Well, there's still some good. Six. I mean, you still got OBJ. You still got Kendrick Bourne. Robbie Anderson is out there. Is, is Anderson a free agent this year? Um, Anderson is not a free agent. He is with Carolina. Well, okay. I wasn't sure if he was uh, back in a free agency. Yeah, it's tough, man. That's the other <laughs> thing about these drafts right now is trying to remember everyone, especially when they have a team next to them. And mm-hmm. you're trying to remember. So that's one thing I would like Underdog to do next year. Uh, if they are a free agent, if it's possible to put an FA next to them, it would make pretty these drafts a little bit easier to do. Because as much as I can remember, you know, a good amount of them, sometimes I'm just not 100% on everybody's situation. So uh, Look at this dude over here. Is he in our draft, uh, the guy who's on the clock right now? RF Sumner. It's I mean, is he in uh, the Discord? I'm not sure. I don't. The name doesn't ring a bell, so he could that be. Man has five quarterbacks on his team. Dak Tannehill. Yeah, but this is a good five to have. Like, I don't hate his uh, his his approach to it. He's got Dak and Tannehill. Mayfield is whatever, but and, and then he takes two two rookies who two rookies that might be good. Might be good, but even if they're not, at least he's and his team's pretty stacked. Uh, we'll look at it at the end. Cause, yeah, keep switching back to ours. I mean, we could switch to the view on this. That's not a big deal. Um, I was just noticing how many quarterbacks. I've just never seen that before. Remember, Superflex, though. It's going to be flex. a little, It's going to be different. Yep. Uh, I've had some five quarterback builds. It's been – I haven't had them as good as, like, Prescott and Tannehill. It would usually be how we started with Mahomes. It's just quarterbacks are starting to go more and more. Yeah. Like, it looks like we're the only team with less than three quarterbacks. Do we snag Drew Locke, or do we wait it out and, and toss a third one on our bench later? Nah, I think we can wait it. I have some idea. Actually, we might take one with one of these two picks just because of the turn. Um, but we, we can probably wait for the second one. I mean, at this point, we probably just probably just grab the quarterback. I'd say early and then get uh, spread it out. I mean, the these players are all. We've reached that point of the draft where it's like, hmm, which piece of crap that I never want to start do I want to put on my team? You know. All right. Here's here's what we're gonna do. Here's my idea. We are gonna take McCole Hardman next. We're gonna stack him with Mahomes. And we're just gonna have this huge Kansas City onslaught. Because we got Mahomes, we got Clyde Edwards, we have Kelsey. So we'll add a, a wide receiver and we'll get McCole Hardman. That works. Um and just onslaught Kansas City. If we're going to onslaught any team, that's one of the teams we want to be doing it with. To do it, yeah. So we'll take them. And what we can do now is we can either take Drew Locke or Sam Darnold. Which one would you rather take? They're both very risky. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Uh, this is our third quarterback at this point, so I would just throw um, – I'd, I'd go Drew Locke. Okay. We'll take Locke. Uh, I don't love it, but no, anyone we take right now, we're not going to like, and I have one more quarterback that I do want to take. I'm hoping that he falls to us. We'll see. Somebody might stag him, but I think the, the fun thing about these drafts is there's guys in the 17th round that I still like that. I want to take Devonte Parker still there. 
Uh, Nico Collins, I think, is super fun this year. Uh, where did Valdez Scantlin end up going? Didn't he sign somewhere? Did he get moved? I didn't hear that. Yeah, I think he signed somewhere. Let me see. Still got Miles Gaskin out there. Is he going to start for the Dolphins? No, I can't imagine. They just signed Chase Edmonds. So I think they signed Edmonds, and I think they're going to bring somebody else in as well. Uh, Well, that changes the uh, outlook on him for sure. Yeah, MVS haven't hasn't signed. They were I know there was like a rumor to Chicago and to New England on him. Very good. All right. Well, as the worst guest ever, uh, I did show up late and now I have to leave early because I gotta go take care of kids before bedtime here and then get ready for to go live again at nine o'clock. So that's right. So yes. thank you for joining us. Uh I will finish off this draft. I will add your name to it. And if this wins, then you get a split of the money just well just minus ten dollars because i paid for it so (laughs) very good i appreciate it and i'll obviously talk to you later on all right i'll see you all right see you all right everybody that that was jesse wilkins jesse is actually my co my other co-host on hometown ghost stories so we will be going live again tonight at 9 p.m and uh just as an aside tonight is one of my favorite episodes of the show i know people say that all the time but legitimately it is one of my favorite topics to discuss so if you're into that kind of thing join us at nine o'clock on hometown ghost stories and while you're thinking about that if you are actually watching the live stream right now or on a replay please make sure that you are subscribed to spike week throw the likes on the video throw some comments in uh just really helps us out we are trying to build this channel and we think that best ball is going to explode this year so Join us for that. And if you're listening on the podcast version, make sure that you like, subscribe, leave a review. Let everybody know that I have the best voice in all of fantasy sports. It's okay. We all agree with you. It's going to be fine. We will be back on the clock soon. Let's go over our team real quick. We have Patrick Mahomes, Davis Mills, Drew Locke. Uh, Running backs are Aaron Jones, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Miles Sanders, Isaiah Spiller, Raheem Mostert. We have Debo, Mike Evans, Devonta Smith, Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, Corey Davis, McCole Hardman at wide receiver, Travis Kelsey, and Cole Komet at tight end. So kind of looking at the stuff that that I was alluding to earlier in the quarterback position, one of the guys that I like is still out there. I might get a little, a little cute and go double quarterback here. I think that I my team is pretty fine. Could probably use one more running back. I don't really know that I need another wide receiver for sure. I mean, I would like one. But I think if I can grab Darnold just on the off chance that they don't end up getting Watson in Carolina and they're stuck with him, we can get some production out of Darnold this season. And so I'm going to take him as our fourth quarterback for this build. And the other guy that I am going to take, I brought him up in the Discord this past week because i've been taking a ton of him especially in this 19th round range we're going to take tyler huntley tyler i just think that tyler huntley is a guy that i'm drafting in the 18th or 19th round if i can get him in a super flex because he is the highest upside backup quarterback there is in my opinion 
You could also be taking him, even if you draft Lamar Jackson. You take Lamar Jackson in the first round, and you take Tyler Huntley in the 19th, you're throwing darts anyway. So all you're doing at that point is you're locking up what's going to be a top five to six quarterback most weeks. So Lamar goes down, Huntley comes in, he still smashes, right? So if you're locking in that high of an upside at that position and we don't have to do it, it's not like you're taking Zeke in the first round and to back him up as a running back last year, you had to take Pollard and like the seventh, tons of draft capital. You can take Lamar Jackson, third or fourth overall. Then you can wait till the 19th round. You can take Huntley. You can take him as a fifth quarterback so that you're just locking in that position. I know you're supposed to draft like you're right is one of the things that people say, but the value on Huntley in the 19th, I think, is the only guy that I'm handcuffing at quarterback. There's no other backup quarterback that I'm drafting if I take the starter. I just don't think there's much sense to it. It's just the fact that this guy is top six upside usually. So that is what I'm that's what I'm doing with with him in that spot. So we're done at quarterback, so we're done at tight end as well. This last pick is going to be either a wide receiver or a running back. We'll kind of take a peek and see what's out there. Daryl Williams, who's going to be leaving Kansas City, that scares me because he's going to be looking for the most money. So he could end up on – he he's probably going to end up on a team like Seattle, to be honest, which is good because they, they want to run the football, but that team is going to be – Pretty brutal. Oh, I see a fun pick at running back if he's there. Um, Justin Ross, wide receiver, rookie. I mean, it's just dart throws here, right, guys? Jamison Crowder, you know, Josh Reynolds, Deami Brown, just guys that were hoping finally find their way into some playing time. Darius Slayton is really fun just because of what kind of weeks he can have for you. Um, Tyler Johnson for Tampa, just out on him, especially with that Russell Gage signing. That is, uh, it, it just kills his value. Alameda Zacchaeus for Atlanta. Likewise, Russell will, Russell Gage leaves Atlanta. Zacchaeus resigns. He could be there by default. Number one wide receiver, which is a real wild thing to say. And they got to do something there. But what I want to be doing here is, oh, my God, who took him? Oh, he's there. So we're going to take Jared Patterson. Uh, 20th round, he's still going. You guys are crazy for letting him drop this late. Jared Patterson with J.D. McKissick leaving is just a great value in the 20th round if he's going to start taking some of that workload that J.D. McKissick had. Uh, so we are done. I will wait for the mighty oil to to draft. We will let's uh let's look at our full draft here. Let's not it's not letting me. Let's look at our team. And if I can get in, I'll start looking at some other people's teams after I read through ours. So what we ended up taking was Mahomes. We took Davis Mills, Drew Locke, Sam Darnold, Tyler Huntley. Super flex. We don't love anyone past Mahomes at our quarterback, but we're hoping to rotate some of these guys in and out of our lineup. Running back, Aaron Jones, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Miles Sanders, Isaiah Spiller, Raheem Mostert, and Jared Patterson. I think it's a pretty solid backfield. Nothing nothing amazing other than Aaron Jones 
who could end up being an RB, you know, a top five RB. But I think having Clyde Edwards, Miles Sanders is also fine. Mostert could be a, a real game changer if he ends up somewhere good. Wide receiver Debo, Mike Evans, Devonta Smith, Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, Corey Davis, McCole Hardman. I, I I would have liked to have found a way to take an eighth wide receiver, but whereas we're taking away one of those wide receiver spots, I don't think it's as big a deal in this one. If you only have seven, I prefer eight usually, but we had to take a, an extra quarterback, in my opinion. And for tight end, we have Travis Kelsey, Cole Komet. <coughs> Excuse me. No, no reason to, to dwell on that. Obviously, Travis Kelsey, we're banking as a number one wide, a number one tight end. Um, it is not letting me get into the entire draft. I would have liked to look at some of you guys' teams. But that is going to do it for me. We talked a little bit of free agency. I have a very... Uh, Nice to guest lined up for next week. We're supposed to be having Ben Gretsch on the show, which will be a lot of fun. We'll probably do a draft together, talk more about some of the free agency fallout. I just want to confirm with him that he's coming on still. But as of right now, we have Ben Gretsch coming on next Tuesday. Uh, and yeah, if you guys have any questions or anything like that for myself or by for or anybody, really just join the go to spikeweek.com. Join the Discord. We're talking strategy and everything all day, every day in the Discord. And uh, that's it, guys. Enjoy the rest of your evening.